we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Forever. That's right, one of the greats is on the way, but you don't have to hold on anymore. It's the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. We got a great show for you tonight. This is our 2023 Halloween Spectacular. I can't think of anything playful that would be a pun that rhymes with spectacular. Maybe on tour 2024, I'll come up with something in time for that. But this week, we are talking to you about Halloween. We want to hear about your costumes. If you need advice putting a costume together... You call in 201-989-0012. I want to hear about your candy rankings and the candy you give out. Want to hear about that? I want to know if you've got a great house and you want people to come by. We'll talk about that. All of this stuff. I want to talk to you about Halloween. 201-989-0012. That is all. We also have the music in studio. Madeline Goldstein in studio going to play some uh, holiday appropriate music. Not that she's, she's not doing Monster Mash, but she, she's got moody stuff. It's great. You're going to love it. And more. Studio Foodio. We got so much. Play the theme. It's the best show. What's up, everybody? Here 
Halloween 2023. How are we all doing tonight here on the best show? What's up? As you all can see, I am Rilo Kylie from the Star Trek movies. And everybody loves that character. It's a fun character. Played by uh, Adam Allen Driver. Allen Adam Driver. What's going on? We just heard Mud Honey with Here Comes Sickness from their debut album. Who had it in barn? Who had a barn door version of that one? Raise your hand. Anybody had a barn door version? Raise your hand. I am having a hard time seeing in this. I'm having a hard time breathing in this. I'm having a hard time in this. I'm taking this off. Ah. Ah. Okay. All right. There we go. Enough of that crap, right? How's everybody doing tonight? The phone number 201-989-0012. It's the night. We're one week away from Halloween. All Hallows Eve, as people call it. Um, boy, oh boy, do we got a thrill for everybody uh, tonight because we are doing the 2023 best show survival guide for Halloween. How do you get through Halloween this year? Simple. You listen to this episode. You got questions? We got the advice. You got ideas? You call in and tell me. All of the stuff you want to know or say or ask about Halloween we are kind of like the broadcast equivalent of a Halloween, uh, a spirit uh, Halloween store. I love you. Look at the chat. Why isn't the Halloween show next week? I'm supposed to give costume advice the night of Halloween. That what you want? You can run out to CVS and quick buy a costume. Because I gave you advice at 7.30 p.m. Tighten it up. Tighten it up, callers. Chatters. All of you, tighten it up. If I could tighten up, you tighten it up. What if you don't really care for Halloween? I, I don't know. Listen to one of the 30,000 episodes I've done of this show. Ooh, I'm gonna. This is not a good one. I'm. I might call it. Contractually, what constitutes an episode? Twenty minutes. Okay. Four minutes to go in tonight's episode. No, I'm in a good mood, actually. I'm just having fun. That's my character for Halloween. My costume is Mad Guy. I'm Bill Burr for Halloween. Boy, oh boy, you got to see that movie, Old Dads. Boy, that was a real thrill. Um, Seeing a guy uh, validate and profit from 
his mental illness. Rage-aholic. I could only imagine what would happen if these old dads were on Halloween. Could you imagine someone comes trick-or-treat, uh, knock on the door, and he's got the thing of candy, and they're like, uh, like, actually, my child can't eat that candy. It's, uh, is that candy locally sourced? Like, I never saw a movie tee up more faulty premises for him to get mad at. It's really bad. It's got some good people in it, mind you. But they didn't write that thing. They didn't write that thing. So good people in it. Look, you go where you go. You grab the money where you grab the money in this life. Look at me. I'm dancing. I'm dancing for money. I dance. But old dads, Uh, actually, uh, we don't acknowledge uh, ghosts uh, with gender, like enough to like all these things just to get him. What are you doing with it? Old dads, shame, shame. Tell you one thing. It ain't no no hard feelings. Now that's a movie. That's a movie. What do you think about that, Pat? If this was a Treehouse of Horrors kind of credits role, would we all have kind of weird names? Like they do at the end of the Simpsons. Yeah, Pat episodes. burned. Pat burned at the stake. Pat burned at the stake. Tom sharpen up his knives, his fangs. There you go. Tom <laughs> sharpen up his fangs because he's a vampire. Jason already has a spooky. Yeah, I was name. born with it. I would change Jason's name to Jason from Jason Gore, which is one of the all-time great Halloween names. Jason, which is. Friday the 13th, 13, right. right? And gore, which is blood, opening someone's chest and watching the goo spill out. Um I would change your name to Jason Dorf. Dor- so like, like Dorf the character like I'm on my knees. Yes. Shoes are under my knees. Yes, cuz that's your costume okay. for Halloween. I'm Jason, Jason Dorf. Dorf. Yeah. Uh and then and Michael Mike's. Michael, are you there Mike? I am. Michael List after the killer. Uh, oh, New Jersey killer. New Jersey killer. Was his name Joseph List? John. Was... John. John. John List. List. Yeah. That was a little, a little casual there, huh? <laughs> My friend John. <laughs> oh, you mean John? You mean John? No, I've, I've uh, told this story before that uh, my father worked with that guy. No. In, in, a, in a bank in New York. I don't remember this. And, Spooky. you know, there was all this confusion because the similar last names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how he became aware of him. And that's what drove him to kill? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, and for no. people who don't know, this John List, he was the BTS killer. And he did his, uh, what did he do again? He was he not. Killed the, his family. Killed, yeah. And he put them under the Christmas tree. Is that the guy? He, well, no. <laughs> He laid them out. 
and he put on, uh, I guess, a classical radio station. Mm -hmm. So there was some nice soothing music playing when the bodies were discovered long after he had made his getaway. Yeah, I don't know who could uh, find him guilty. Yeah, That seems... <laughs> and it's worth noting that he was from an equally spooky town that later became the town where The Watcher was from. And I think that horrible Netflix series tried to incorporate both things. The Lisk and, and murders. What Lisk, is, what I mean, is that? Lisk, what is... Sorry. <laughs> Westfield, Lisk New Jersey. Murders, the Lisk murders. You I, I forged one slip. Yeah. Westfield, New Jersey. That's a weird town, I'll tell you right now. Weird. My aunt and uncle lived there for a while. We used to visit. And you had the the Adams family original inspiration of the house was is in Westfield. You have New the, Jersey the, scary, oh, man. Jersey the, the list scary. murders. You got the watchers still out there. Mm-hmm. The Jersey Devil. You got the Jersey Devil. You got but all three uh, of those things were in in mm-hmm. um, Westfield. Westfield's a spooky town, man. Hey guys, we have a new theme tonight. For what? This. The Four Horsemen. Welcome the Four Horsemen, everyone. Oh, this is scary. When the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this mic needs more men. Four men. Horsemen. Here comes the horsemen. Four horsemen. Here comes the horsemen. Here comes the horsemen. Four horsemen. Oh yeah, here come the horsemen. You can't stop the horsemen. Talking about things you wanna talk about. That was amazing. Wow. A spooky four horsemen theme. Spooky scary. You know what the scariest part was? What's that? How long it was. It was 45 seconds. It's shorter than the original theme, Tom. No, I like it. It felt longer. It did. (laughs) We we lived through it. Pat, I'm just going to say this. Uh Uh-oh. You can't talk to Jason that way. You get a chaos stick. Oh, wow. You can't talk to Jason that way. I appreciate that, Tom. I don't need your input uh, on that. You get a stick also. <laughs> I knew I knew I was walking right into a trap, stick. but I did stick. it. Stick. Two sticks. Burt Reynolds won't have as much stick as you've, uh, you guys have got. Uh, he made a movie called Stick. You know what it was about? He collected sticks. And he brought them to a concert, a sticks concert. That's actually right up my alley. I would probably watch that. Do you think Burt Reynolds liked sticks? No. I think he maybe owned a single, maybe a single. He probably liked Renegade. He doesn't like I was, Sail Away. Or Jason, anything. take your stick away. I was going to say that's the one he would like. Picture him yeah. getting in his Camaro. Oh, God, yeah. Or his Trans Am playing. Oh, oh, mama, I can do no, 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 for the long. Like, and he kicks it. He's like, the, the jig is up. Like, he's tearing through Jupiter, Florida with sticks blasting. He probably had the album Cornerstone, actually. Yeah. Babe, what's the song, Babe? He probably skipped Babe. Or he'd probably be like, uh, yeah, I like sticks out. You like that, uh, uh, Kilroy. Kilroy was here. 
That's a good album. Mr. Roboto. <laughs> um, he liked Ronnie Millsap mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. along that those lines. So Outlaw Country. He liked Outlaw Country. He liked Outlaw Country. Mike. Yes. What's your favorite candy on Halloween when you were a kid? What did you look forward to getting? Um, any chocolate-related bars. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be the gold standard? Yeah. Ooh, we got one of well, those. Snickers, of course. Snickers. That, Mike? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Mike gets a carrot for that. It's a <laughs> correct answer. Snickers. Um, yeah, Snickers is the gold standard of all candy bars, I feel. It's a complete meal, right? It's a complete meal. Because <laughs> think about a Snickers bar. You got all the food groups in there. Peanuts, that's vitamins. It's oils, they have oils. Peanuts have oils. So right there you got your oil uh, quota met. I try to meet my oil quota every day, Tom. It's hard. It is hard to meet that oil quota. Then you got nougat, which is... Mm. Pure energy. Yes. Then you get chocolate. It's a little reward for eating all this, for basically eating your vegetables, which is the nougat and the peanuts. You get a little reward, chocolate. What was the worst candy you could find in the bag? Any of you three, any of you three, what was the worst? Really hard Tootsie Roll. Just really stale ass Tootsie Roll. Not uh, into it. Okay. I get Mary, it. Mary Jane. Mary Jane's, yeah. No yeah. Too hard. <laughs> Break like a tooth. There's two yeah. I always was just like one of these days I'm breaking a freaking tooth on one of these. Yeah. I was but I never did. I never did. Necco that candy wafers. made by dentists. You what's that, Mike? Was that candy made by dentists? Mary, yes, yeah. it probably yeah. was to just drum up business. Mary Jane consortium, DDS. yeah, the consortium, the consortium of of dentists, the AD, the Dental Association, when they would get together to vote on toothbrushes or whatever they <laughs> voted on toothpaste, they would they would say they probably sh- kind of shoo all the regular dentists out of the room. Then it's just like a little star chamber of dentists, and they just go. How we doing on the Mary Janes? And apparently Sebastian Maliscalco is one of the dentists. How we doing on the Mary Janes? And someone's just chopping up the Mary Janes, just looking back behind them. I'm looking over here at the Mary Janes. Sweating, chopping. My, My dad's like, he's like, I thought we could go eat some Mary Janes. I'm like, Pop, I'm playing Radio City Music all tonight. <laughs> Pop, I thought we'd go for a walk in Central Park. Pop, I'm playing Central. I'm playing Radio City tonight. That's my Sebastian Maniscalco impression. Tonight, I will unveil my greatest impression to date. Gary from The Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Love it. Who here's watching Golden Bachelor? I haven't missed an episode. You haven't missed an episode. It's Pat, genius. Well, it's not no genius. Idea. It's actually the opposite know. of genius. I don't know. 
It's actually one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. But he's uh-huh. a sweet, he's a sweet man. He's a sweet man. This show, Golden Bachelor, what it is, they do the Bachelor, but with old timers. And it's basically one of these things where at first you're just like, oh, these these old people, they still got fight and they're still hanging in there. They're living their <laughs> lives. You're like rooting for them. Two episodes in, you're like, well, I guess it's clear old people can be as annoying as young people <laughs> in the same exact way. Yeah. But you have to realize I'm looking for love. <laughs> and what it comes down to is I can't find someone I can live with. I need to find someone I can, can't live without. Yeah, see, the, the genius of that, Tom, and I'm not trying to blow smoke, but the little cry at the end, yeah, that's what did it. I was just going to ask, is there a lot of crying like Mike, the, the usual? Oh, yeah. There's yes. so much crying. Oh, that's sad. Mike, you, you think they canceled MASH, the amount of these old people are crying. <laughs> the first episode they just re-canceled is... MASH. Oh, my God. The first yeah. episode, Mike, is hard to watch because he's talking uh-huh. about his wife. And they finally retired, and mm-hmm. they the, they move into their dream house at a lake, and then a month later, the wife dies. Wow. And, yeah. And I'm now trying to piece it together and have fun in my life. I've got things to do. I want to have fun. I want to be alive and have a good, and find someone I can share a sunset with. Really? Share a sunset? Big deal. Stare. Oh, look at the sunset. Yeah, okay. No, this guy Gary is a sweet guy. A little weird making out with everybody. Yeah. Oh, really? He's doing that? Oh, yeah, Mike. I wow. think they make out harder than the regular show. This guy. <laughs> really go for it. This guy uh-huh. can't keep his mitts off these uh-huh. these ladies in the house. He's doing all right, Gary. And the uh, the women in the house, which are, they will slit each other's throat in a heartbeat. Yeah. Mike, there's this one uh, old bat named Kathy who, <laughs> <laughs> who <laughs> is so mad at everything. Yeah. I got to tell you, Mike, I think you got to watch The Golden Bachelor. Well... Maybe it'll give me some tips. I uh, in a drunken stupor, I uh, I signed that's, on to a, that's the, in a <laughs> any sentence that starts with from the from the no sentence no sentence is supposed to come from the person saying in a drunken stupor. You're supposed to be told that you were in a drunken stupor. So in a drunken yeah. stupor, what happened? I I signed on to a dating site. Which uh, I haven't done in many moons. Okay. But. uh, Which one did you do? Because my mom did a lot of them. No, I'm going to refrain from. Let the guy be. Let the guy be, Jason. Mom did old fish. Let the guy be. Jason, let the guy be. Stick, stick, stick. Let the guy be. Hey, let Mike be. uh, Mike's being honest and sharing this. I think it's wonderful that he's doing it. Yeah, but, you know. Like from the from the get go, I knew it was a mistake. It's it's no, it's not. No, uh, 
I don't, I don't like I don't like the feeling you you have to reject a lot of people mm-hmm. and I don't like that feeling. Well, you're going to love this show then. Yeah. Is this dude Gary's bouncing them left and right? Yeah, he does uh-huh. not care. He's got these roses. Oh, really? He's got these roses. He don't hand these things out to half the half the ladies. He's putting them in his back pocket and walking out. <laughs> he just no. eats them in front of them. Mike. Yeah. I I I I'm I'm proud of you. That's awesome. <laughs> I met Kristen on match.com. Mm-hmm. Mike, so Really? Wow, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's encouraging there anyway. 18 years ago, we just had our anniversary. Mike, I'm on your yeah, side on this. I one. think it's a great idea. <laughs> Look, Mike, I'm on your side on all these things. Uh-huh. But especially this one. <laughs> and and keeping with the Halloween theme, mm-hmm. I've already been ghosted two times where I actually you know, started a chat with somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I gave them my phone number to continue the conversation, and that was that. <laughs> well, uh-huh. you got to sort through some stuff. You got to shake off the the chaff. See, I don't even know which one's bad, weed or chaff. Which one's bad? <laughs> what am I? I'm not running. A, what am I running? Uh, Pepperidge Farms? I don't know <laughs> which one's good. Chaff is bad. Chaff, chaff is bad. Why is that? Because uh, I think you're growing wheat is the okay. product that you're growing okay. and selling, and the okay. chaff is the byproduct. That's Andrew. Uh, That's engineer okay. Andrew, our brewmaster. Yeah, what am I? What am I uh, running? Uh, what am I running? Sam Sam Adams over here. I don't need to know the difference between wheat and chaff. Can you do anything with the chaff? Can you make like a bread or something? I like Andrew? eating the chaff. No idea what you can you do with know. chaff, no. Mike. I think you put in your description on the site. I hate the chaff. <laughs> Don't be the chaff. No, seriously. All kidding aside, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Mike. That's amazing. Now, Pat, tell me about a bad candy bar uh, thing. You would be the worst thing you looked in your bag. What would it be? I'll tell you one of the only things I was looking for in my bag was yeah. uh, those those two break them apart Kit Kats. People Ooh, love yeah. people love the Reese's and people go crazy for the Reese's. I'm not a big peanut butter guy, so I don't like the Reese's. I would trade every Reese's in my bag to just get a bunch of Kit Kats, yep. put them in the freezer, have them year round, oh. and just snap into them yearly. Year we round. should organize some sort of secondary market meetup for Halloween candy. <laughs> Everybody can unload the great trade. Yeah. Now, that's yeah. all I wanted. Maybe yeah. that and Twix. That's about it. Man, I didn't crazy. really like anything else. You know what I like about Twix? It's a little bit of everything. It's yeah. candy. It's got some caramel, and it's a cookie. It's nice. Yep. Yeah. It's a. It's also a full meal. I already had a Twix from that bucket right next to uh, Tom earlier yeah. tonight. I will have no candy tonight. So, really, I'll have no candy. Uh, I'm on a drastic diet. You're stronger than I am because I'm, I'm eating candy like diet. crazy. This Swedish week. fish are good too. I'm on a you mentioned all of them. You mentioned Twix, Snickers, everything. My favorite things. Uh, I can't do I like it. Like a sour patch, sour patch kid. Also, the only thing if I was trick or treating at this point, all I would want would be somebody drop some uh, salad in my <laughs> bag with a little bit of uh, balsamic vinaigrette. Is it sealed in a container? Or no, they just, just drop like, it on they in. They just, like, bowl it out Just drop it in. Okay. You hopefully use tongs, at least. Yeah. Sort of Not the back just of their hand. Hands. Push it in. That Cold Stone Creamery makes me want to barf. Oh, it's disgusting. You watch one of these, these goons punching the ice cream with their 
hairy palms and I'm eating that ice cream. I ain't eating that. I don't like that it's called a creamery. It's that that unappeal, Pat, unappealing word. That is <laughs> just call it an ice cream shop. I, that I is disgusting. Yeah, creamery. I don't. I don't want anything to do with this establishment. Yeah. yeah. Welcome Gross. to the creamery. Ugh. What do you have? Milk here? Yeah. Like whole milk. Yeah. Ugh. They what do you want? Mash it down on the counter. Yeah. What are you, Jim Harbaugh? Oh, thank you. Right, the milk. <laughs> now everybody, um, yeah. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. <laughs> That's their slogan. <laughs> um, horsemen, stand down and stand by. You got it. I want to tell you all about the Patreon, the best show. Patreon. That's where it all goes down. That's how you support the best show. You. Subscribe to the Best Show Patreon. It keeps the show on the air. It keeps the lights on. And we repay you as best as we can. We do such an excellent job with this Patreon. It's only like Donald Trump now. And we do such a great job with the Patreon. We really do. It's true. There's so many beautiful shows going up. Um, no, the Best Show 24-hour marathon, the full video ad-free up on the Patreon. Uh, meet my friends of friends, Dumbmore, the Meet My Friends of Friends spinoff. Uh, Make Mike Marvel. It's going up. Sharpling and Worcester QA is up. Amazing. Coming soon. John Gentle Show uh will be up. Can't wait. That's gonna be next level, everyone. You get ready for that. Um, and then the trial of Z Zaman will be up. Z-Man. Z-Man, not Zaman. That'll be up there. Also, so far, the recap show for Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, the, um, and Tom, this weekend, yeah. brand new, brand new Four Horsemen. A brand new Four Horsemen recorded yesterday, a really funny one, and uh, Ruben asks, so much stuff going up there, be a part of it, patreon.com slash the best show, that's how you support the show, that's how we keep going. And I appreciate your support. And it's what we do to keep it going. So thanks for supporting the show. Ad-free episodes, audio, video, so much stuff. More stuff coming in 2024. We got a big uh, thing for the end of 2023 going up. And early 2024 going up on the Patreon. Let's go to the phones. Hello, best show. Hi, this is Cade in D.C. Cade in D.C. How are you, Cade? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What? Uh, well, what's going on in D.C. tonight, Cade? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't really know. Apparently, there's they're looking for a a, a house speaker. Oh, what are you doing? Some political talk here? Oh, I thought it was like a DJ lost his speaker. I don't know. What? Trying to play house music. So what do you look? <laughs> wait, 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 I don't. I don't. I'm not. We're not on the same page here, Cade. All right. That's okay. What made you call, really, Cade? Well, I was hoping for some some costume advice. Okay. 
what's the what what kind of advice would you uh like what where 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 are you going to be wearing this costume uh so i have little children so i'll be taking them trick or treating okay um, and so do they have costumes i wanted them to dress they do they pick them out and what will they be going so as i was really pushing uh, one's gonna be going as Batman. The other one's going, gonna be going as a black cat. Oh, that's cute. How old? Uh, they're three-year-old twins. Oh, that's adorable, Cade. So they keep telling me they want me to go as Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I was trying to push to get them to dress up as little clowns, so I could be like the Tim and Eric child clown outlet guys so they didn't they didn't want to go for that mm-hmm. so now i'm thinking pull a fast one i'll dress up as bob dylan's joker man you dress as joker man no now what would that costume entail if you were bob dylan's joker that's man my, that's my question i have no idea joker man right what would that do... even look like so yeah. <laughs> But why are you why are you overthinking it? You got three year you got three year olds, Cade. Are these really the photos you want to show people twenty years from now? The photo of here's my one kid is dressed as Batman. Oh, that's so adorable. And the other kid's a little black cat. Oh my goodness, that's so cute. And what are you? Um, well, you know Bob Dylan, right? Uh yeah, he had a song in the eighties is kind of like part of his like when he was kind of coming back after go after he uh, started to became Christian, and uh, don't overthink it, Cade. You don't like this idea. I think you you're outsmarting yourself. Joker. I think you're outsmarting yourself. Halloween for you should be about the kids. If you were going to a party with adults, I'd say, yeah, be Joker, man, all night long. I would tell you to wear a denim jacket and get an acoustic guitar and then do your face like the Joker. Oh. Why don't you do that? Do a combo. Do a combo. Joker, man. Yeah. What do you think about that? I love it. I just got to get myself all that stuff. Okay. I love it. I love it. Well, what do you, can I ask you what you're going to be for Halloween? No, you can't. I will not say. I will not say. I'm not going to spoil it on the show. I got to surprise people with my costume. Last year I was Lana Del Rey. That was a pretty cool costume. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures. Oh, plenty of pictures. Plenty of pictures. Plenty of pictures. Ain't gonna say what I am this year though. You gotta find out later. What's that? I said fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. That is is I I just don't want to spoil it. You get it. Right? You get it? I don't want to give it away yet. 
All right, my friend. Dress like Thanks. dress like the Joker with a denim jacket on and an acoustic guitar. And learn the song Joker with Man. The, and just play it on repeat. Yes, play it on repeat. Joker Man dance to the Nightingale tune. Not Joker Man, you got to get your impression down. Joker Man, right? Come on. You can do it. Joker Man, dance to Nightingale 10. There you go. There you go. Thank you. All right, my friend. I love it. And you eat your kids' candy. You eat your kids' candy a little bit, don't you? You can admit it. They're three. What are they going to eat all of it? Uh, they, They actually will, yeah. We, we we put out a bowl on the table for some reason, and they, mm-hmm. they ate it all in one day. Well, that's called... It was all gone. That's questionable parenting, Cade. Uh, you feed your kids a bowl of candy in one sitting? They were two last time you did that. <laughs> Cade, they were two. They didn't, eat, they, they, they didn't eat dinner that night, I'll tell you that. They were yeah. filled up on grease. Yeah. You have to go get them some of that uh, Wilford Brimley diabetes medicine. Liberty Mutual. <laughs> yes. Cade, have fun on Halloween. Thanks. You too, Tom. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Bye-bye. All right, look. Everybody... We got busy phones. We got hot phones. We got every kind of phone you got here. Busy phones. I'm looking. We got uh, people calling all about costumes and all this stuff. So much. Let's go back to the hot phones and the busy phones here on the best show. Hello, best show. Well, now, yeah, I know who this is. I know who this is. Yes, yeah. I hear him singing. I think that's singing. Hello. It's I knew it was you, Roy. <laughs> How'd you get? Well, you started by playing the Hooters. It's usually a pretty good giveaway that it's you. Guilty. Yeah. 
<laughs> Not the first time you've said guilty, huh? No, it's no, it ain't. It ain't. Oh man, Tom, I'm at the stadium. Wait, wait, you're at because you, wait the because the Phillies are playing right now. Tom, it's three two. We're down by one in the fifth. It's the final game. It's the seventh game. If we win this, when we win this, we're going to the series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you're a little. It always bothers me a little bit when people are so so comfortable with the we part of things. But I mean, you know, you're not out there playing. They're playing. You're kind of watching. Sure I am. No, I'm out. I'm, no, I'm out there. I mean, I've been out there. I, I've ran on that field. Sure. Oh, I did not. I that that I that is not surprising in the slightest. Yeah, <laughs> not a hard one to guess that you ran onto the field. Yeah, for first time, no shoes. Second time, no shirt. Third time, no pants. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're checking all the boxes. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, man, even though we're down, we're going to beat the Arizona Diarrhea Heads tonight. Oh, that's what you, that's your nickname for the, for the, what are they, the Diamondbacks? Yeah. yeah. That's a fun nickname. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I just discovered it today. Like Trump discovered that the word us is in U.S. today. <laughs> he just discovered that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's learning a lot lately, I think. He, he really is. But, man, this is a real nail-biter of a series. Yeah. Game seven. Yeah. That's the toughest I've been, thing. It, it is. It is. We ain't never been in a, in a game seven. And it's such a nail-biter because I've been biting steel nails all day, Tom. Oh, so it's literally a nail-biter for you. Yeah, yeah, my teeth is down to nubs. Ugh. You sure you want to bite nails then? Yeah, it, it's cool though. I I look like that robot Jaws in Moonraker. Wait, the what in Jaws? I don't know if he was a robot. Sure it was. Um, I don't think that character was a robot necessarily. I don't think so. Was remember it was played by Richard Keel before he formed the soft metal band Keel, and after he played the shark in Jaws too. Yeah, there's about six things I would change in that. Um, Richard Keel, the actor better who played <laughs> better than five. Be- it's wait, it's better than five. Yeah, no, it's worse than five. Okay, that's true. I mean. Richard Keel, the actor, was not did not form the band Keel, the soft metal band as you described them. And I think he did. He also was not the shark in Jaws Two. No, you're right. I'm looking it up right now. He he was the shark in Jaws Four. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm not a. I don't know enough about that to know if that's true or not. I can't argue with you on that point. I did not see Jaws okay, 4. fair enough. Fair enough. But, you know, the the one bad thing about the Phillies going to the series with the Rangers is that 
I'm worried about the Phillies bringing back them Texas cooties and infecting our water supply. Texas cooties? Yeah. I, I didn't know there were well, there was such a thing. Oh, yeah. It's a real disease. So you're saying the people of Texas have just everyone in Texas has this disease? Yeah, they've all got Texas cooties. Well, that's surprising. That's news to me, Roy. Well, you know, I'm a teacher. You know, the the Eagles lost the other day, but we're still numero one in the standings, you know, so pretty much all other cities can ride my giant hog. Well, that's that's a classy way of putting it. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, I was being sorry. Hey, you know, um, Okay. I, okay. Go I ahead. It. Go ahead. You know the Sixers first Sixers first home game is this Sunday. Uh huh. I'm gonna do the traditional first game routine. What is your first? What is your first home game routine? Okay. Well, get up at five a.m. Right. Mm-hmm. Drink ten raw eggs. Do a okay. hundred sit-ups. Duke 10 raw eggs. Okay. Go back to sleep. Okay. Get up at 4 get up at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta make up some sleep. Okay, so I get up at 4 p.m. I then I scratch my nads for a solid three minutes. Awesome. Okay. Then I put on my my flyers, sixers, eagles, and Phillies clothes. Of course. Right. Okay. And then I go over and I wake up Roy Jr. Yeah, he's a late sleeper too. So he wakes up after 4 p.m. Yeah, like 4:40. So you let him sleep in a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a the young people need their sleep, Tom. They do. Young people do need sleep. They do. Okay. So then he gets up and then. I, then I wait for him to do dabs. Wait, to do what? Dabs. What do you, what do you mean by dabs? I think you could probably ask around the office and find out. No, no. <laughs> uh, look, I know what dabs. I just didn't know if it was the same. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's cannabis uh, consumption. Yeah, I had a feeling. I mean, I knew what... Yeah, I knew what that was. I didn't know if I was missing some other thing that you would do a different <laughs> thing with your child. Hey, whatever helps us get to the party on time. I can't argue with that. Yeah. I can't argue. All right, so then after he does the dabs, we get in the dune buggy and we head to South Philly, right? Uh-huh. And then on the way there... Uh, our goal is to knock over at least 15 mailboxes with my Greg Lazinski signature bat that's autographed by four fifths of squeeze. Wait, you you have a Greg Lazinski bat? Greg Lazinski, the the yeah. the bull who was a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. But it's signed by who? Four fifths of the band squeeze. I don't understand why you would have the members of Squeeze 
sign the bat. The weirdest part of this is that you got four fifths of them, which is successful and unsuccessful at the same time. Hey, don't rub it in. Who did you not get? For whatever reason, Gilson Lavis wouldn't sign it. Gilson Lavis, the drummer, would not sign your Greg Lazinski bat. Yeah, we almost got into it. I was like, what's your problem, dude? And he was like, I only sign cricket bats. Well, he's got his he's got his rules. You gotta respect the rules. He he does, and he has to respect the fact that from there on out, I only listen to acoustic squeeze. So you don't listen to squeeze with drummers because the drummer of squeeze would not sign your your baseball bat. You make it sound ridiculous. <laughs> Well, you're right. I do. I, I don't mean to do that. Okay. All right. Well, getting back to my schedule. Yeah. Then we go and, and we stop. We stop off at Rose's Water Ice and Hilltown Tavern in Maniunk. You know, just for two or 14 beers. Sure. Of course. And, um... Tom, to be honest, that's where it ends for me. I honestly don't know if we even make it down to Wells Fargo or not. You're not even <laughs> sure how far you get. No, I usually wake up in a wet dune buggy somewhere near our row house the next morning. And why is it wet? Right? I don't know. Oh, that's Just horrifying. Is. Sometimes it rains, sometimes it don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, Roy, I don't know what to say about that. Okay. Well, let's move on, okay? Sure. Remember last time we spoke, what was it, like two years ago? It was more recently than two years ago. Okay, maybe. Yeah, time flies. Time does fly. Yeah. Well, if you recall, I said I was doing stand-up, right? That's right, yes. <laughs> How, and and uh, if, if I'm correct, I told you I was going to be opening for Sarah Sherman in, at the Punchline in Philly, right? That's correct. You did say that. How did that go? Oh, my God, Tom. It's a whole thing. First, let me say, that whole weirdo persona of hers. Yeah. Total act. Okay. I I. I didn't think it wasn't. Okay, we'll, we'll check it out, okay? Um, I'm in the green room. I'm getting ready for my set, right? Yeah. And I got two of Roy Jr.'s goonie buds acting as security guards at the front, at the, at the door of the, of the green room, right? Security? To, to prevent what? Oh, yeah. in the city so i need bodyguards and i'll tell you a lot of the other comics felt pretty intimidated by your security team yeah yeah and you know they they was all mad and jealous because they couldn't get in the green room all night but it's like you know like what henry kissinger said the illusion of power gets chicks hotter than almost anything i i, I don't know if that's a direct quote I, I can't picture Henry Kissinger saying I, that. I think he did. Okay. Well, I'll, 
I, I guess we'll agree to disagree on that one. Okay. All right. So I'm finishing up my push-ups, you know, doing Jaeger shots and also oiling up my forearms. Mm-hmm. When I hear this lady screaming, I hear this lady screaming at the green room door, right? Okay. Let me in, let me in. But my security guy ain't, ain't doing that. But this gal was causing such a stir that I had to go and see what was up, right? Sure, sure. So I peek out, and it's this preppy lady wearing a powder blue Izod shirt, khaki shorts, and loafers. Okay. My, my guys won't let her back, but then she pulls out her ID. Tom, it was Sarah Sherman. And she was just dressed kind of not not colorfully with polka dots. No, she was dressed like that lady in Trading Places who says, and she stepped on the pole. Okay. <laughs> you know who loves that line and thinks it's the best line of all of film? Who's that? Jake Foglethorpe. Jake Foglethorpe. Fogel Nest? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, his name's Fogelness, not Foglethorpe. Okay. Well, anyway, so Sarah comes back, and just as I'm getting ready to go on, she starts putting on, you know, on her 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 suit and stuff while listening to Coldplay. Wow. Okay, that's a little more conventional than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I was. I was shocked. But you know, you know, speaking of people not being what you think they are. Yeah. You know how you never see photos. You know how you never see photos of the queen doing selfies with other people. Not doing what with other people? Like in selfie photos. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. I I I don't think that's what you the never queen saw that, right? No, I never did. No. Well, you know why? Why is that? The story goes that it's because she was always so embarrassed by the the fame and the constant um what do you call it deference mm-hmm. that every time someone would would co- would come up to take a photo with her she'd make a jerk off motion just as the picture was stopped so it couldn't be used. I didn't know any of that. That's wild. Wow. I know. I know. And then. Yeah, she, it, it, it was something she started doing when iPhones got big, and then sometimes she'd even do that wiener poking against your cheek thing. Oh, okay. That is sick. I think it. Yeah. You know, um, but she was a very bawdy lady. Okay. Yeah. From, from what I've been hearing, it, it, it was not unusual for her to be found in her room listening to Strangler's records. That's mind blowing. I I didn't yeah, know the queen was her favorite. What, what's that? Uh, peaches was her favorite. She liked the song Peaches. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's a good song. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just some some stuff I wanted to tell you. But but getting back to the the comedy show, honestly, Tom. Yeah. I thought the laughs was going to be a lot louder. See, this is what I was saying is um, when I when we talked a couple months ago or however long ago, 
it's it, comedy. Stand-up comedy is trickier than I think you were giving it credit for. Well, no, I think you're. I for me, it's still really easy. But here's why I think it went it went kind of pear shaped for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I probably shouldn't have come out to CeeLo's extreme version of "Fu." Have you heard that? I have. So that was your no, that was your entrance extreme- music. I'm talking about the, the extreme version. There's one that's even worse than F.U. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he uses the H word. I don't know what the H word is. Yeah, I'm not going to say it, so we'll leave it at that. Okay, I, I think that's that's for the best. Yeah, so that got kind of everyone kind of worked up and, you know, they, they was kind of uh, already sort of against me. And also... Really unwise to go right into crowd work at that point. So you went on stage and immediately launched into crowd work. Yeah. Basically, I was looking around at all the people and I'd say stuff like, no way this dude ain't from Radnor. I can tell by his Creed keychain. <laughs> sure, which is very local. That's extremely local humor. <laughs> And then I look at this other guy and I go, oh, my God, you look like a divorced Utz's delivery driver from Conchie. <laughs> I mean, I don't exactly get the references, but it's I see what you were going for. All right. Well, what about this one? There was one lady there and I go, this, this lady keeps looking at her watch so she can catch the last bus back to Drexel Hill to watch Brian Tapp on Action News funny well i mean again i think this is extremely regional this humor you're doing okay and i could i could picture how it it might not light the room uh a fire the way you had hoped no it really didn't you know so that, that that was kind of disheartening but speaking of busting on people did you see trump today I didn't see him. I, I did not see today's whatever happened today. Okay. Well, well, what happened was one of the big evangelicals pulled his endorsement and Trump immediately started trashing Jesus. Really? He did. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's really wild. It was crazy. He was, he said, I like people that didn't get crucified. Many are saying the loaves of bread and wine was some of the worst they ever tasted. My kitchen table was appraised at six times as expensive as the last supper table. I can turn water into beach front front property. He even called him creepy toga man, Tom. That's that's wild. I think he's uh, he might have bit off more than he can chew on that one. I think he did too. So anyway, but getting back to the show, it turns out there was a whole lot of out of towners there. So it, it might not have been the best idea to do so many septa jokes. Yeah, that that's a it's a that's a it's a challenge. It's a challenge to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, you know, it was a good lesson because it taught me that not everyone knows about how hilariously slow our trolley system is here. They don't. 
so so the jokes you would say, what would be the kind of response you were getting? Well, you know, it was kind of hostile, hostile to like, you know, shouting at me. And then I got into a big screaming match with this SNL SNL fan in the front row after I said Andrew Dismukes is a poor man's Jeff Richards. That really, that's that that them's fighting words for an SNL fan. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, you don't want to hear what I said about Melanie Hutzel. I can't even imagine what you would say about Melanie Hutzel. But, you know, it's probably better off being left to the moment, yeah. huh? I th- Yes, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, I'll do it again. I'll be better prepared. But, but hey, you see Killers of the Flower Moon? I didn't see it yet. Oh, man, it's really long and kind of boring, but there, there's some cool music cameos in there. Okay. Like, who's in it? Um, Jason Isbell. Uh, Pete Yorn, uh, Jack White, something called Sturgill Simpson, which sounds kind of like some large fish who plays football and probably committed double homicide. Yeah, that name definitely has that kind of energy. Don't it? Yeah. Sturgill. But you know, yeah, Sturgill. But you know, Tom, I, I, I got some deep intel. Those, um, those weren't the music people that was originally going to be in it. Really? Who was going to be in it? Well, I don't know how it happened, but the person Scorsese first got in contact with about finding music people for in the, to be in the film. Uh-huh. It was Eddie Trunk. He wanted Eddie Trunk to be in Killers of the Flower Moon. No, he wanted him to find the people, almost like a, you know, oh. like a casting agent. Almost wow. Like, yeah, like Lynn Stallings. Okay. How did that go? Well, like what? What? What a well, weird choice. I know, I know. So the roles that Jason, uh, Jack, Pete, and Sturgill played was originally going to be played by John Five. Motley Crue. Yeah. Vinny Ap- Vinny Apathy from Dio. Sure. Josh Todd. Okay. From Buck Cherry. <laughs> cool. And Robert L. Blotzer. Robert L. Blotzer. You mean Bobby Blotzer from from uh Rat? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, Bobby Blotzer did end up playing the role of weird drunk ne'er-do-well number three. So that worked out for him. So Bobby Blotzer from Rat is in the new Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, finally. Finally. Finally, those two are together. (laughs) Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You like Rat? Hey, um, like red? <laughs> That's Bob Dylan's best song. What? Well, which one? That, that when he says you like rat to that child. You think that's, that's Bob Dylan's thing? You I think that's his best moment? That's the best thing he ever done. <laughs> Was asking a kid in a parking lot 
back in the eighties if he liked rat. Hands down. Okay. Well ask any Dylan fan. That's what they'll say. So like a hardcore Dylan Dylanologist is gonna say that's the top moment. You go up to Clinton Halen and ask him what Bob Dylan's best moment is, and he'll, he'll just immediately go. Okay, well, you know, that's I didn't know that's how the fans felt. I've done my homework. Now you do yours. Yeah, I, I know that's how that works. Um, okay, I'll, I will do my homework. All right. Hey, speaking of acting. Yeah. I don't know if you heard, but the Shout Network's doing this Dahmer-like series about Gary Heidnick, the the Philly serial killer. Remember him? Yes. He was doing like a scary, uh, you know, a scary thing. Okay. That's that's pretty wild. It is. Hey. You know, speaking of Shout Streaming, isn't it weird that they call their their streaming service Shout Spray? I don't like that. I hate it. And their catchphrases are terrible. What is the catchphrase now? Well, they got a few right now you've probably seen around town on, on billboards. Get sprayed. Let us spray you. Soak up our spray. See what's spraying tonight. Pretty weird, right? Those are strange. See oh, what's spraying tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't sick. like that. But, you know, getting back to the Heidnik series, guess who has an audition next week for it? You do. Yeah, me, you jagoff. No, okay, you don't have to be hostile. I guessed you. I'm sorry. I'm just excited. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. A lot of pressure with the game and everything. You got a lot on your mind. Yeah. But all I know is I'm going to blow this Duffy guy's mind when I audition. Whose mind? His name's Duffy. He's one of the co-producers. It was his last name, Boudreaux. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, you know him. He he made his name with the Once Upon a Wet Dream episode of Big Mouth. I didn't. I didn't know that was him. I mean, I can see yeah. see his fingerprints yeah. all over it, but uh, in retrospect, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. wild. So, anywho, it's going to be great, and I'm going to meet up with Duffy and his uh, co-producers Eric Taylor and Eric Singleton tomorrow. It should be wild. Okay. Well, uh, uh, for your sake, I hope it goes well. It, I think I'm going to do great. It's a small but very important role. I'll do my line for you if, I'd, if you'd like. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear it. You want peppers on them cheesecakes, sir? That's the line. That's the line? You want peppers on yeah. them cheesesteaks, sir? Yeah, yeah. Sound pretty good, right? Yeah, it was not bad. Not bad. Um, 
I I play a cheesesteak cart operator who Gary fantasizes uh, about uh, about killing. Okay, so that's that's it. Well, that's a pretty good role. That and is that how many lines do you have? Just that line. Okay. Well, but it, I got a whole backstory I wrote about my great grandfather Giuseppe being the first one to put cheese whiz on cheesesteaks when he got off the boat at Elvis Island. On what island? Elvis Island. That's where all the immigrants came. Yeah, no, it's Ellis Island, not Elvis. No, it ain't. It's Elvis Island. That's where Elvis was born. Roy, that's not true. Like a Peter Garolnik book much? It don't sound like you do. Well, Roy, it don't sound like you do. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Look, all, all I know, I, I'm just hoping Duffy likes what he sees and puts me in that new feature he's working on. Okay, what's the? Do you know what the? I didn't know he was working on a feature. What? What? Do you know what it's about by any chance? I know what it's called. It's called Kryptonite: Colon the Paul Cosman story. What? What does that mean? I don't even know. He's being real tight-lipped, but I saw in Viority that they're calling it the first erotic comic book tearjerker. Kind of covers a lot of ground. A comic book, t- okay, yeah, that's that's a wild one. Tearjerker. Yeah, yeah, an, er- an erotic comic book tearjerker. Er- oh, I forget. How could I overlook the erotic part of it? <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a real genre uh, buster there. I know, I know. I think it's going to be great. You know. So, anywho, um, hey, get getting off track. Oh my God, I was going through some boxes the other day and I found these song lyrics I wrote when I was a kid. Really? Oh my God, yeah. Song lyrics from when you were a kid? Yeah, like 13, 14. Oh my God, so dramatic. You know, when you're a kid, everything's life or death. Oh yeah, absolutely. What uh okay. I'm only I'm only gonna read I'm only gonna read you one. Hang on, let me get it. Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask. It's like Roy, you can't just tease us and then not not mention one of not yeah. read us one. But this is all this is all you get. Uh it, it it's called Downhill Fast. That's the song. And uh, I'll just do the first verse here. Took it took a chance on a ski lodge romance. We knew it would end, but we couldn't pretend. That feelings had taken root. I couldn't take the pain, so I jumped on a plane and drove through the rain only to find you in the arms of another man. It's so intense, right? Yeah, you know, though, it's it's oh. pretty, it, it is, but it's also pretty amazing. Um, and it's kind of uh, a trip, uh, like a testament to how, uh, like f- fertile your young imagination was back then. Imagination? No, Tom, that all happened. Wait, the stuff you just you just read, the lyrics you just read about a, what, a ski lodge romance? 
You yeah. mentioned, and then you mentioned getting on a plane, and and you said, "Was it get on a plane, drive through the rain?" Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let me start at, at zero. Um, our our family took a weekend trip to the Poconos when I was thirteen, right? Okay. Okay, so one night there's this band playing in the lounge, and I see this girl, and she's dancing by herself, having a real good time. So I go up and we start dancing to Oreo Speedwagon, Keep On Loving Me, right? You know, mm -hmm. one of the first great power ballads. Sure. You know, so, you know, one thing leads to another. We're walking, uh, you know, on the, around the lake and stuff. And, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a big romance, you know, but it was a big deal. And then, you know, of course, I, I had to go back to Roxborough and she needed to go. And, you know, I was heartbroken. I, I needed to see her again. Okay, and this so this really happened. Well, all right. Full honesty, I I fudged the lyric a little bit. How how so? I mean, I okay, that makes more sense. How how did you fudge the lyric? I didn't just jump on a plane. I stowed away in a plane. Wait how how old were you again when this was happening? Thirteen. Why? So a 13-year-old is in a in a romance and you're stowing away. That's a that's a that's a real mind blower there, Roy. Yeah, she lived in Des Moines. She was a bank manager. It turned it turned out she had a boyfriend the whole time though. Okay. That's uh It was a bad scene. It seems like a bad scene. I, I wouldn't trust that scene. I got to the, you know, I got got off the plane and I hotwired a luggage cart and I drove it to her house using a giant paper map. You used a giant paper map to find the house. Yeah, and it ended up. Um, it was just like in St. Elmo's Fire when the wrestler from the Breakfast Club drives out to see Andy McDonald at that cabin and she's in her jammies with some medical student. Remember that? vaguely i vaguely remember that that's wow that's but that's i think you got a few things wrong in there too i think it's not andy mcdonald it's okay but not whatever roy it's a movie came out a long time ago no you're right you're right it's the breakfast milk it's not okay that's one of the things in that previous thing you actually did get right and okay but okay So anyway, the, the way that ended up, I, I got I was taken home on a plane by ATF agents. Okay, that sounds like a pretty uh, a pretty well, crazy adventure for a child. You think I would have learned? Yeah, you think I'd have learned, right? But the same situation happened a few years later with Diane Lane. Well, you had some sort of adventure with Diane Lane. Of course, I did. Well, you can't say, of course, I didn't know that. Oh, all right. Well, okay. So she was filming a film in Philly, and we met at the falafel stand at the farmer's market. We hit it off, got hot and heavy for a few months. But then I started seeing Dana Plato. From different strokes. For that one episode. Oh, my God. 
What episode? Different Strokes. Yeah, yeah, the show Different Strokes. Remember the episode in question that was so scary? I'm not sure exactly which Didn't one you you're wrote about it in your fanzine. Didn't you write about it in your fanzine? Oh, the episode push ups. 18 push-ups? No, it was Roy, it was called 18 Wheeler. That's a fanzine I did a long time ago. It Oh. Yeah, there was an episode of Different Strokes where the guy from WKRP played like a, a like a child predator. Yuck. Okay, we don't need to talk about that no. No, more. no, it's not it's not fun fair. No. But but getting back to me, I was a very mature looking thirteen year old Tom. Okay. Got a pretty impressive mustache, and people said I looked like if Tom Selleck was seventeen. Wait, people say you look like? Yeah, I don't know about that. I thought I was thirteen. They said I looked like if Tom Selleck was seventeen. Yeah, Roy, I, I don't think you have any similarity to anything with Tom Selleck at any age. I don't think you have any similarity to anything either. Well, calm down. How does that feel? Okay, well, I, I did. I I I was I was fine with it because I'm not the one. Whatever. Okay, Roy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it's, to. It's four two. It's four two in the seventh. The fanatics up on the dugout trying to get people motivated. Well, hopefully he get the players motivated. Hey, you know, Tom, speaking of music. Yeah. I heard a caller last week tell how the Little River Band got their name. Yes, that was a troubling moment. It was. Well, I want to set the record straight. My friend's cousin lives in Australia, and he said it was actually Rivington Creek where they'd hold their post-practice crankathons. But That's, uh, okay, I... I don't want to get into the minutia of <laughs> of of where the members of the Little River Band got their uh, jollies after band practice. Okay, fair enough. Oh no! What? Oh no! What is it? Oh, I got a level with you. Okay. Yeah. While it is true I'm calling from Citizens Bank Park, uh-huh. um, I- I'm actually in the jail underneath it. You're in the, you're in, in the Phillies jail. Yeah, I got, I got jacked up on yingling black and tan, tasty cake crimpets and peanut juice. And then I drove my dune buggy into Orion Kirkering's Jag XJ. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone's mad at me. Everyone's mad at you because you crashed. Okay. Well, I, they have, they, they're not wrong to be mad at you. Oh, I know. Okay. So, so check it out. I, I was waiting for for a judge to come. You know, they got to call a judge in the middle of the night and get him down here, right? Yeah. So I've been waiting here the whole time, and he he just arrived. So the judge just showed up. 
Yeah. Tom, it's, it's the same judge who sentenced me to the Delco school for flagrantly awful kids when I was 16. So you think you don't stand much of a chance is what you're saying. No, no, I can't believe he's living. He looked 60 then. Roy, this is a tough one. This is you, you, you. Um, Roy? Tommy's he's pointing at me with his impossibly withered finger to come hither. Oh, man. This is messy. I'm worried about you. Um, I, uh, yeah, he's like a less, less sexy Ichabod Crane. A less sexy Ichabod Crane. Roy. Yeah, can you imagine that? You got you got some you got some uh you got some problems here, my friend. I do, but it looks like we're rallying, Tom. Okay. Look, I gotta go, okay? It's my moment of reckoning with this judge, but I also think we're gonna pull it out, okay? All right, I'll talk to you on the other side, all right? Okay, okay, Roy, be safe, okay? All right, go Phillies! Be safe, yes. Go go Phillies. Okay. Bye. Best of luck to you. Yeah, there we go. Roy. Uh, we're going to get back the phones. 201-989-0012. We just talked to Philly boy Roy. Now we're going to talk to you. We've got music from Madeline Goldstein coming up in a little bit. But we're going to play some music and be back with your calls. Call in now. Let's get those phones full. 201-989-0012. Keeping in the spirit of Halloween, here's our friend, Kurt Vile. That's Kurt Vile, ghost town from Smoke Ring for my Halo Oh, my guy, Kurt. Mm, love him so much. We love you, Kurt. We love you. Going back to the phones. We got phones, people waiting to talk to us on the show. So let's go to the Halloween magic. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. This is Andrew in Wall Township, New Jersey. Wall Township, which has the racetrack. Is that still there? Wall Stadium, it's still there. They're thinking of putting an Amazon warehouse in there. So we're hoping the glorious sounds of stock cars don't disappear. No, you got to fight it. You got to fight that. You got to Turk 182 that thing, my friend. Man. You got to Turk 182 we're that one. Now. Tell me you're going to Turk 182 it. it. I'm going to spray the place. No, say you're going to Turk 182 it. You're going to fight for what's right. Right, man. We need it. We need it to stay. Those sounds Say you're going to Turk 182 it. AP Mike hears those sounds and howls. I'm going to hang up right on you door. if you don't say you're going to Turk 182 it, my friend. I'm going to Turk 182 it. That's all I wanted. I didn't ask for much, Andrew. Thank you. I hope you save your racetrack because you're going to Turk 182 it. And what can I do for you tonight, Andrew? All right. I have two... Uh, off of the topics from last week. Um, first is unspeakable things that happened in a mall. 
So um, Monmouth Mall, Monmouth Shopping Center, as it was called then, I was the first person in line at Ticketron. My buddies and I got there really early uh, to, for the Led Zeppelin tour of 1975. And uh, I'm standing at the front door. Things are starting to happen. As the guard gets to open the door when the tickets are about to go on sale, I get pushed by the crowd and get crushed through the plate glass window, cut up as a hundred kids stamp me and go right up the stairs. And uh, only picking myself up and covered with glass and my glasses broken and all these other things, the, the kindly security guard pulls me up drags me up the stairs and stuffs me back in front of the line. And uh, I got my tickets. There you go. That's justice. Where were your seats? Where was this? Madison Square Garden? Yeah, it was at the garden. The seats weren't great because if you'll remember back then, they used to, the, the, the workers used to print the in early forms of scalping. They used to print the tickets out and stash them away. Yeah, I remember back back then they used to steal tickets and uh, pull a scam on it, unlike they do now. Thankfully, they cleaned yeah, it up, and nobody now. can rip anybody off anymore. No, it's been perfected, really. Yeah. Um, well, look. So, uh, yeah. So that was my. Okay. That was my. Uh, that was my. What do you got story. for our Halloween? We're doing a Halloween day. show tonight, Andrew. What do you got for that? Okay. I'm not much of a Halloween guy, but okay. I did win. And goodbye. Okay, calling up with last week's show. Go get, go get yourself a freaking time machine, my friend. Hello, best show. 201-989-0012. 201-989-0012 is the number. Call in. We're talking about Halloween. Uh, welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? Hi, Tom. This is John from Los Angeles. Oh, I know who this guy is. This is what we call yep. a quality caller. How are you, John? Uh, thank you. I'm okay. Um, I had a slow day at work, and now I'm just trying to get stuff done around the house. You know, one of those those types of days. I know what those are like. Yeah. I know what those are like. What? Why? Why? Why do you got? You got something for Halloween? Well, I have an idea for a Halloween costume, like either for you or just putting it out there for the world, if I may. Okay. Um, if would you like to hear it? Yeah. Um, you know how, you know how like street performers, there's, there's those street performers who have like those life-size puppets that they're like attached to. So it looks like they're like, there are three or five people dancing at the same time. Yes. You'll sometimes, you'll sometimes see people do like, oh, it's, uh, in sync and it's all the people. And then there's only one human and two dummies on either side. Yes. Yes. Now this is the this is impractical and would probably cost a lot. But what if you did a version of that, but you were like the entire classic Velvet Underground lineup? John, that is the greatest thing I've ever that? heard in my life. Who would you be in the middle? You'd be Lou in the middle. Are you Lou? Well, I mean, you, you or anyone like they, I, Lou would have to be in the middle, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think you would have to like you'd have to perform all the songs that are like just percussive in nature, you sure. know, um, sister Ray, like, cause it's like, I, 
Yeah, yeah. Like every everyone's just playing like the same beat, you know. For um, and like um, I guess I guess a good I where would Mo Tucker be in the well, lineup? We put Mo Tucker down at the end. Okay. Okay. This is how it would go: Mo, so, Sterling, Lou, Kale, Nico. Okay. Then that you switch works. costumes, or you just, or you trim it down to four. If you can only afford four, it's not a symmetrical, but you'd have Mo, Lou, Sterling, Yule. Okay. Okay. And, and I also think, like you know how those like those puppets, like they're usually pretty close together for the person. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think, like in this case, the puppets would have to be like really spread out. You really like, would have to be like a twenty. Wow, that's a unmanageable <laughs> costume, John. Unmanageable. <laughs> you're saying you're going to stretch all the way out, have space between each person. So they are not yeah. touching up against it. That means the the Lou Reed in this is doing a lot of work. They're holding up about yeah. three hundred pounds of dispersed costume on either side. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. You'd have to get like in really good shape to do it. Also, yeah. you know, yeah. Like you, you gotta. Like you, you this- have to look. This might be. This one might be a little. This might be for next Halloween because people need to get. In shape, and now all of a sudden you're going to have a weirdly jacked Lou Reed in the middle. Next time, yes. like, <laughs> like a super muscular Lou Reed stuck in the middle of that <laughs> costume because it's the only way to keep it afloat. Yeah, is that Frank Stallone in the middle? No, it's Lou. Yes. Reed. I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize Joe Piscopo was. Uh, I don't realize Joe Piscopo was the front man for the Velvet Underground. And the other problem, uh, John, I'm not here to poke holes in this costume. I think it's excellent. If you don't do it right, you basically have the Velvet Underground doing a dance routine. That's true. Which they're not exactly known for their choreographed dance arrangements. Yeah, yeah. But if you could pull it off, if you could make it work. If you can pull it off, then you win Halloween. You win Halloween. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, that's my my costume idea. I'm putting it out into the world for free. I love that. You're putting it out there. That's that's the spirit of Halloween. You just did a little trick-or-treating with an idea. Mind trick-or-treating. Yes. John, that's amazing. I yeah. hope I hope you do it. I hope next year yeah. we see you walking around town dressed as Lou Reed. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, you have a well, good. Well, that's night. all I got. So thank you, buddy. You too. Okay. Bye. See now, Bye. that's how you call the show. That's how you call the show. Jason Dudio Gore. You want to come in for a minute? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Best Velvet Underground song. Number five, top Velvet Underground song, Ocean. Number five. Write that down. Ocean. The Velvet Underground is so good. One of their top five songs didn't even make it in the proper thing. Set. 
Now, this Jason Gore, his nickname is Dudio. Nobody's sure why. Nobody has any idea. But we do a segment on the show called Dudio Foodio. And in this segment, Jason tries different candies and foods. Some good, some bad. Some good, some bad. Are we good for a set? Are we set up for Jason? Hello, hello. I don't think this mic is on. Perfect. Thank you. Now, he does his duty of foodio, and some people say, what are you, trying to give the guy a tummy ache with some of these things? Why am I slumped down? <laughs> like, what are you, trying to give this guy a tummy ache? And I say, no, he, he, this is his idea. I will say, tummy ache-wise, I did get a tummy ache from the tw- one, the last one that I did in the 24. Yeah, which was what? The, uh, or maybe it was the middle one. It's whatever one that Tom that uh, Bob Odenkirk said about me eating yeah. slop. There was a great moment during the 24-hour show where the upcoming guest yeah. was watching whatever was going on in the studio. Disgusted. And Bob Odenkirk, we saw on screen <laughs> watching Jason eat yeah. some awful, like some Mountain Dew and thing. Like, I Yeah, that was the Mountain Dew voodoo, yeah. and I think it was the... Uh, Guy Fieri, yeah, uh, sloppy Joe Mac and yeah. cheese, and Bob Odenkirk, yeah, one of the legends of comedy, legends, is on the screen, <laughs> looking so perplexed. I was like, this guy's hanging up. Yeah, I was like, this guy's walking away from this. He's watching this, and he's just like, he's like, what show am I on? Yeah, he kept getting closer to the camera, yeah, in yeah. the screen, <laughs> just to see what yeah. I was eating. No, that was amazing. So, so. Tonight, you won't get a stomachache. I don't think I'll, I mean, it, unless it's too much sweets. The first, well, then you might get then a stomachache. Then I'm probably going to get a stomachache. First thing we've got up on the table uh-huh. is Kraft Mac and Cheese gummies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what do you, now, just going into this, what yeah. do you think? Is it going to be cheese based? Or I'm is it not just sure. going to be a gummy? That's what I assume it's going to be a gummy. That just it looks like mac and cheese. I don't think it's actually flavored like. Uh, and they do not want you to get into this. Yeah, they know how terrible they are. Oh my God. That was a safeguard. <laughs> Somebody like, was trying to help you out. They really sealed this thing. Yeah. This thing's going to, this is supposed to just stay on a shelf. Yeah. Yeah. As You're like never. a. Uh, yeah. So here we go, guys. This is the box. This is what they look like. They look I'm like. Let me say this. I hope it's flavored like mac and cheese. I really, I do too. I do too. Here we go. Let's see what this is like. They're going to fly all over the place. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not getting any cheese off that. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Okay. Here we go. go. It's a little powdery. A little powdery. This is going to be, yeah. It's just sweet. It's just, It's just sweet. That could have been something special there, uh, yeah. Frankfurt makers of this. This is yeah. just, just it's actually it's very delicious. Just candy, it's yeah. delicious. Try that. Now I'm bummed. Now you got to try it. It's actually very good. Good quality gummy, maybe like an orange taste. But I kind of want to be shocked. All right, next thing up, okay. uh, Fruity Pebbles candy bar. Candy bar. Let's try this. Now you see this in the grocery aisle a lot. And this is also from Frankfurt. Um, the people at Frankfurt, it sounds like that's uh, the company that Jigsaw owns from the <laughs> Saw movies. 
They're in Philly. Are they? Frankfurt, yeah. So just opening this up here. Now this looks good. It looks like it's white chocolate. You can see the white chocolate, but you can see all of the fruity pebbles in the back. Mm. Are you a fan of fruity pebbles? I'm was not. It, you're I always not. hated that stuff as a kid. Really? Hated cocoa, pebbles, fruity pebbles. It's one of my favorite cereals. They were I thought they were a disgrace to the cereal game. <laughs> These are the cereals I liked. Okay. Cocoa Puffs. That Cocoa was Puffs that for good. me was the sweet cereal I liked. As a kid, I enjoyed Mucilix. Really? No. Oh, some okay, some kids I'm, I'm have joking. some kids. Have. I'm joking. Yeah. No. That's one of the crunchy ones. That's any like a grape kid, nuts, says, right? Any kid eats grape nuts or mucilix. Yeah. We're changing things up. Yeah. If you're into this, you're gonna be into that now. Right. We're just if I was a parent and my kid was like, I'd like some grape nuts, please would be like, <laughs> Oh, I'm on the wrong road oh, here. God. Wrong road with this oh. kid. Get the therapist on the, the horn. The phone number is 201-989-0012. We have music from uh, Madeline Goldstein coming up in a few minutes. Uh, but we'll check that out. But how are the... So here, here we go. This is the Fruity Pebbles. The thing I love the most about a Fruity Pebbles is the film that you get as you're eating them. So I'm kind of hoping for some of that film in this taste. But let's see. I'm not really a... That's some straw... <laughs> that is some strong white chocolate. Somebody just said, "What if these taste like cheese?" <laughs> oh, jeez, that would have been. This the is funniest. closer. It's closer than that. Yeah, that's, hey, look. that's too much white chocolate. The what the the fruity pebbles can barely even get through it. Oh my god! Yeah, no, not good. No, no. What no. else you got over there? So what I had, what I brought in here, we've got Skittles Shriekers. Now, a couple of years ago, Skittles put out um, Halloween bags. Uh, they're trying to do like a weird Skittles every Halloween. And a couple of years ago, they had zombie Skittles mm-hmm. where the game was some of them taste good. And some of them taste like some of the har- some bad, harsh chemicals got into the mixer. Cool. And you shouldn't be eating them. Yeah, I guess there's really a, a thing that some of the Skittles tasted like harsh chemicals. <laughs> You realize yeah, a line in you the realize sand there. The Tom. good ones are not made out right. of made out oh. of cherries and oh, this is and, fruit. Yeah, this, these are not fruit. But the game is that some of them taste good and some of them are right. overpoweringly sour. Okay, you according play, to Skittles. Well, let's do. What if we do roulette here? Let's do it. Let's do it roulette. We style. each have one, and yep. we wait to see who gets a bad, a bad Skittle. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Green. Normal. Normal. Number two. Normal. Normal. Ooh, number three. Normal. Normal. What's going on, Skittles? These are normal. Normal. Okay. They got to get us with this one. Yep. Oh, you got a bad one. (laughs) Here we go. Oh my god! Oh my god! My teeth hurt. It's like that elect. It's that that electricity that just kind of shoots up when you chew on foil. <laughs> that is horrifying. That is strong because there was a moment oh. where both like it's like oh normal oh, normal maybe, maybe normal been a weird one in here. I felt that through my arms. That was a shrieker. You just got I shrieked. just got shrieked. You just got shrieked. 
And then the final one, you know your booberry, you know your uh your uh count chocula. Yeah. Your your Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Now what do we got there? This is the new one. They they added a new monster. So oh, this is no. Carmella Creeper. No, no. Now apparently cereal is woke. What? <laughs> it's a it's twenty twenty three. Apparently Tom. cereal's woke now. <laughs> Frankenberry. Why can't we just have all the cereal mascots be guys? It is uh, artificially flavored. The woke <laughs> mind virus got to this. Uh, Bill Maher, attention, Bill yeah, Maher. Yeah, clever and him. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see Rogan eat these. Uh, but it is uh, artificially flavored caramel apple cereal. Okay. So. Yeah, thank you. Go woke, go broke, everyone. Strong caramel apple smell when you open the bag. Kind of smells a little bit like uh, maple syrup, which is not, shouldn't be. These are green. Mm. Good. They taste in line with like what you would get on like a blueberry. Huh. You want to try these? No, I'm good. Okay. That's actually very delicious. Woke. I don't eat woke. <laughs> Man, I don't eat woke you cereal. Know, I, don't eat woke. I only eat Kid Rock cereal. <laughs> what would that More. be? What would be it? Would it be like little black hats? It's little hats. Little. Sleeveless shirts. It's little cans of Coors. <laughs> I don't need mm. woke cereal. Not in my house. Not on my best show. So I think the winner out of all this, I, I mean, t- taste-wise, mm-hmm. strange enough, is that's a very good gummy candy. So Okay. But it's not what you think it's going to be. All right. All right. I like that. Another successful Dudio Foodio segment. Thank you for thank you walking the walk and talking the talk <laughs> with this stuff. You actually, mm. and these, you, you, they, everybody can have these. Yeah, these are just actual gummies. These are just gummies. We can just put they them right are there in the... uh, indica though. I hope so. Truly. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Brett. Where's Andrew? I'm going to say this. Please welcome. I'm ready to do it. Are we ready? I'm ready to welcome to the best show, to our amazing Halloween spooktacular. That rhymes with spectacular. It doesn't rhyme. It's a play of words. On the show, we're excited to have in studio live music from the one and only Madeline Goldstein. Throw it over to the studio, please. Hi, I'm Madeline Goldstein, and I'm here with your Halloween entertainment.
know you're watching. Hi, I'm Madeline Goldstein, and here is some more music.
Goldstein. I have one more song for you tonight, and then we're back to the best show that there ever was. You can hear my music on all the stuff. This one is called Seed of Doubt. It's the one that the internet likes the most.
Oh my God! How great was that? Wow, that was so awesome, Madeline Goldstein. Oh, God, I shot my own thing off. Kill that. I heard myself. That's what that sounds like when I'm, dude, I wouldn't listen to that show. <laughs> no, I would listen to that. Why? I'm the best there is doing this. You know it. I know it. It's the best show. They don't just, you can't just name your thing the best show. You go through reviews and boards and applications and then you get approved when they say yeah it's the best show we'll go with it hopefully we get madeline in to talk for a few minutes In the meantime, let's check out the phones. How about that? Let's take a call here. And the number is 201-989-0012. If you want to get in on the action, you call. We're talking about Halloween. I want to help you figure your costume out. Call 201-989-0012. I got lots of ideas for costumes. Hello, Best Show. Hello. Hello. To whom My name's am I? Ed. Ed, how are you, Ed? Doing pretty good. Where are you calling? I, I also where, have, you, where are you calling um, from? Ed, where are you calling from? Son, Ed, where are you I, calling from? I'm from I'm from Lawrence, Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas. Well, oh, welcome well, to the I, show, Ed. Well, my son Winslow is here too. Hi. How are you, Winslow? How old's Winslow? Good. Good. You said how how old? Oh, oh, okay. Winslow's um, 15. Yeah. 15. You doing all right there, Winslow? Yeah. You trick-or-treating this year, Winslow? Yeah. Um, yes. We in the home stretch with the trick-or-treating? What are you thinking? Probably. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not judging it. You I'm go as long it. as you want. Winslow, you trick-or-treat yeah. as long as you want. I'm just saying... You start getting up there a little bit, the people get mad when you come to the door. And you know what I get mad about, Winslow? <laughs> Winslow, you know what I get mad about? Or when these kids come up, first of all, they barely have any costume on. They'll put like a baseball cap on. They're like, oh, mom, guy wearing a baseball cap. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're, do you're dogging it. It's okay. But don't do this. When they come to the door, they think they're being so funny, they go... Uh, Merry Christmas. Like they're, 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 they're making it a goof that, it, that it's not hot, that they're saying something that's not Halloween based. It's like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Winslow. That sounds I'm, so annoying. I'm begging you, Winslow. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. Well, so, so, so I, I haven't decided on a costume yet. Okay, Ed. Winslow, have you decided on a costume? Um, yeah. You've got a I know you've got a couple, but I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to be yeah, this year, Winslow? Um, I don't know which one to pick, though. 
Give me, give me your favorite hey, one. On? Give me your favorite one. All right, Dad. Dad, Dad, park it on this one, Dad. I got this. All right. You know, he's not, he's not two anymore. You don't have to guide Winslow through this 15. Park it, Dad. Park okay. it. Um, okay, um, Come on. You can do it. The book. Like as in chess. Like what? the rook. The rook from chess. Yes. Are you a big chess player? Do you like chess? Yes. Yes, I do. So you'd be yeah. the rook from chess. What would you do? Like a giant chess yeah. piece? Like a cardboard thing or something? Um, well, we got these uh, like uh, headpiece things. Uh, ah. uh, okay. Uh, All right. That's cool. Um, what else you think? Well, that would be cool. So you're a chess fan. You might be a chess. You wear a headpiece. You'd be the rook. Yeah. What's another? That's a cool idea for a costume. What's another one? Um, um, Waluigi. Waluigi. Oh, that's a good one, too. You could be Waluigi. Yeah. Okay, what are you thinking? What's your what one are you preferring now? You're preferring to be the rook from chess or Waluigi? Um Okay, um Um I say you be uh the the rook from chess. That's a cool costume. Yeah, same. I like it. I give that two thumbs up, Winslow. Yeah. Hey, Winslow, what's your favorite candy? Mm, what do you like to get in the candy bag? Um, that, uh, that's a hard question. What's that? Honestly, I don't know. You don't know? You don't like candy? <gasps> no, no, I do. Uh, it's just there's so many to choose from. There's so many to choose from. Such, I get, look, Win- Winslow, I got you. There's too many to choose from. But if you close your eyes and say, "Mm, boy, I wish I had this in my bag, what would it be? Um, Snickers. Is it Snickers? uh, Yes. It's Snickers. It's Snickers for everybody. You're not alone, Winslow. We all like Snickers. Yeah. Well, look, you're going to have an yeah. amazing Halloween. Uh, Can I talk to your dad for a second? Yeah. Hello. How are you? This is Ed, right? Correct. All right, Ed. What uh, What do you want to be for Halloween? You need help with your costume? Well, I yeah, I I, I haven't uh, picked anything out yet. I just have maybe uh, some an, an event to go to, a party or something. And uh, might put on a costume if I'm with the around the kids uh, who Mm -hmm. are trick or treating on the on the actual day. What do you think? What do you want a simple contact a a costume costume? You want a simple one, Ed? Um, Yeah, probably pretty simple. I don't know. You're from you're you're in Kansas. Be William Burroughs. Get pork pie hat. Pork pie hat. Glasses. Right. 
And you can talk like this and say you're William Burroughs. How's that? Can you do that? I could do that. Okay. Are you watching? I, I, I haven't. Are you watching The Golden Bachelor, Ed? I haven't seen any of The Golden Bachelor. Ooh, yet. you could be Gary you from The Golden it? Bachelor. I'm so excited about the chance to be in love again. And I'm not looking for someone I can live with. I'm looking for someone I can't live without. If anybody dresses as Gary from Golden Bachelor, I want credit for that. You need to give me 5% of what you're in your candy bag. I want to see some some kid dressed as Gary. That'd be the greatest thing. A 10-year-old walking around dressed like Gary from Golden Bachelor just wearing adult clothes and driving a sports car. Well, maybe you have the keys for a sports car. There's Gary, of course. 71 years young, Gary. He's doing all right. Look, be William Burroughs. Winslow, you be a rook from chess, and you got your whole Halloween figured out. Yeah. All right, buddy. You call and let me know how trick or treat. You call. You call and you let me know how it goes. Okay. I just speak my name and I come back and I you come, come back in. Buddy, you do what you got to do. I'm on your side. Okay. All right. You take care. Yeah. All right. Bye. Well, look at this. Madeline Goldstein's in the studio. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having oh, me here. That was amazing. That was so great. Thank you. You guys dialed in the uh, the fog and yeah. aesthetics. You had the whole thing going on now. It looked good. I was, yeah. you know, it was amidst the fog. It was uh, perfect for Halloween. And I want to say the chat going on. <laughs> I never saw people lose their marbles more than on this. People, this is so What did great. they say? People saying this is so great. She could have played at the Roadhouse on Twin Peaks, the reunion. Oh, I love that. Like so many nice things. This is this is all like people just love that this whole thing slaps, which apparently means it's good. It okay. means it's good. Yes. It's slapping. Yeah. People really loved it. Who else is in love with Madeline? Uh-oh. People are saying, look. Goth girlfriend. Goth, yes. <laughs> That's your costume, goth girlfriend. Wish I was dancing to this with someone wearing bat wings. That's like the nicest thing you could ever say. That's so precious. So how long have you been making music? Um, A very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I started playing in bands when I was like 15. And is Portland? Yes. Yes. From Portland. So, you know, that was kind of the... The thing there, everyone was kind of in a band playing house shows, you know, like just kind of running around the town. And um, yeah, so you could start really young and there'd be places for you to play. And that was pretty much it. I mm-hmm. was in a band called Fringe Class for 10 years. People were talking about Fringe Class. Were they really? Yes. yes. That's <laughs> yeah. maybe it was my dad. Well, <laughs> doesn't matter. A fan is a fan. That's yeah. It's it's. I think that like a little bit of what's going on now is kind of giving Fringe Class its like revival era it's in Uh its revival era so um but yeah and that you know just kind of catapulted into into this at one point or another when i moved to la so so how do you make it's a big leap to make though to say like i'm in a band i'm one of the members of a band and we do this together and to just say like it's just me out here doing it as myself yes and what is that leap that's that's some kind of leap 
Well, I mean, you know, I think that I wanted to challenge myself to do something on my own. You know, the band had kind of been going on for a long time and, you know, we were kind of trying to make it work. But once I moved to L.A., it was like a little touch and go. COVID obviously mm-hmm. impacted a lot of people. So, you know, it was never really a plan to stop doing one and start doing the other. Okay. But it kind of transformed and everyone's lives kind of like, you know, went different directions. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I just wanted to kind of claim my own name and and take it from there. Well, it's awesome. And so who were, what was French class? What were, what, what did, what did that band sound like versus where you're at now? Um, it was definitely a band born out of the like indie electronica era. Okay. So 2000s, 10, 9, you know, like Portland, definitely like big mm-hmm. hipster city. I think we all like went and saw Starfucker play at mm-hmm. a show okay. uh, in like 2009. And then we were kind of sold. So if they're listening, then you guys were the reason. Uh, and there was just like a big, kind of like group of people doing that kind of stuff out there so that was like actually they tricked me into being in the band to begin so how did they trick <laughs> you into being did they um well like, <laughs> out like uh so like uh you were just following like a breadcrumb trail following the and snickers you were actually at a show? <laughs> like how um so I was reeling from my freshman year band breakup and I was like I'm never gonna be in a band again because I'm so sad from mm-hmm. my band breakup from us being 14 um, that band was called the Swifts. So I guess that was the first one. Okay. Um, and then I went to a new high school cause I had failed miserably out of the first one. And I met, uh, Patrick and, um, he kind of started basically bugging me on the internet uh-huh. and being like, Hey, you should just come jam. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to like be in a band relationship again, mm-hmm. you know? And he was like, no, don't worry. It's like no strings attached type situation. Sure. Next thing There's I know, I'm like, band. yeah, next thing I know I'm in his basement you know, there's two other guys. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> this is... This is... A, th- now that I'm saying it out loud, it yes. sounds a little like coercion, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I would wonder if your father would be in the... I'm sorry, Dad. It's it wasn't, not it, what it sounds like. By the like. way, some, the person <laughs> that wrote that said, I swear I'm not her dad. Okay. So... <laughs> we'll have to figure out which one is my dad. Um, So they kind of were like, hey, we're just trying to start something new. They had a band called Flannel Friday. And I was like, that name's not going to (laughs) fly. Yeah, that's, I don't exactly, I wouldn't exactly pencil you in for Flannel Friday. Not really, you know, I mean, I had my, my era, but um, yeah. And then we kind of just started playing and then they were like, hey, we have a show. And I was like, well, I guess you've suckered me into this. And then 10 years Yeah, 10 years later, yeah. But it it wasn't exactly like that. I was happy to be in it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was kind of all fell into place. And then we played for a long time. And Halloween was actually always our thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was like we played a house show every Halloween for almost the entirety Mm -hmm. of of our existence as a band. Now, is Halloween one of your favorite holidays? Yes. Is it your favorite of all the holidays? Of course. If you're a goth girlfriend, then... It has to be. Ooh, there's a picture from the past. Look at that. Oh wow! You you know that was actually um we were originally planning on dressing up as the Velvet Underground for that house show. Really? Yes. But then um everyone was lazy okay. and we ran out of time, so we just wore black. Like you're pretty close though. With sure. The yeah. You only need some sunglasses, <laughs> yeah. and you could have gone all the way. I with didn't it. have the blonde wig. Yeah. So you would have been the Nico of the. I think so. Sure. Yeah. Or you could have been Mo Tucker. <laughs> or you could have been any of you could have been any VU member. I think it was because Patrick had kind of a like a the haircut for it at the sure. time, you know. Okay. So, but it that was um, one of the craziest shows we've ever played. The walls were like dripping with condensation because mm-hmm. there were so many people kind of just like 
Isn't that amazing? Off. Yeah. <laughs> when you go to those basement shows, like in New Jersey, there'd be occasional basement show, and it just like it is like, is this place going to? Is the ceiling going to collapse on us? It's like you're just like there were lots of places like uh, that, yeah. Because there's no guarantees it won't. Like that's how like stupid things happen. Yeah. Everybody who went into a thing wasn't just like, well, it's probably going to collapse on us. Yeah. But that, it's just like, oh no, it's happening. No, we weren't signing any like waivers at the door, you know. But it's, yeah, we definitely played in some decrepit mm-hmm. type places um all sorts of locations all sorts of up and down stairs attics sure uh uh played on a streetcar one time okay um in a kava a house moving streetcar yeah that was a very a very moving. portland thing yeah they yeah. did a streetcar fest okay yeah so you had a little I... portable equi- <laughs> like generator it was like a fucked up like like toy casio mm-hmm. and then I think like um like some hand drums and we just kind of like made it work because it was like a synth pop style band sure. so it was some weird stripped down unplugged mm-hmm. version so people in the chat were asking <laughs> they wanted you to say who your who the influences for your you as Madeline Goldstein are um I mean it's such a wide net mm-hmm. um you know the kind of obvious stuff to me is like Madonna. Kate Bush, Annie Lennox, things like that. Just like all the femme mm-hmm. pop icons from the 80s. Um, I'm a theater kid, like, growing up, so kind of like that realm as well. Um, and, you know, Julie Cruz and Depeche Mode, Tears for Fears, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's such a just new yeah. wave 80s music as a whole. Cinema, you know, I'm also a huge Twin Peaks fan, so, you know, kind of that that vibe, give that Lynchian energy. and Sure. It's all over the place, though. And now one other thing with Halloween, mm-hmm. what was your best and your worst costume for your whole life? Mm. I think that, well, I think that the costume that Chad and I did last year when we were actually at, at your at party, party, which you this were. is coincidental, yes, by the no, way. This is the crazy Just so everyone thing. knows. I'm just going to explain <laughs> this. I know Madeline. I know her partner, Chad. And, but then... We're booking the show, and I just thought, look, I'm not the smartest person. I'll <laughs> and and uh, Brett Davis is like, here's what about Madeline Goldstein? She's great. And I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then, then it's like, duh. Okay, I know who this. <laughs> How person. long did that take to to piece it them wasn't together? That it long, wasn't that long, right? but it still was not an immediate thing. So okay, <laughs> I can just say you are only here because of the music. I'm not a nepo baby. You're not a nepo baby. <laughs> And if I remember, were you Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie? Well, you were Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought that one was pretty solid. And we also did um, Laura Dern and Nick Cage from Wild at Heart that That's same a, that same yeah. year. Um, so I think those were pretty good. I like to do musicians, mm-hmm. movie stars, characters. Worst costume? I don't know. There's probably a problematic one in there somewhere that, well, we you know, we to. all need to erase from sure. history. But um, I don't want to look at that screen. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like maybe when my parents dressed me up as Big Bird on my first Halloween. Sure. You know, well, I didn't get a choice, really. You know? like, Yellow is not a good color for me. Yellow is not your go to color, but still <laughs> you were one. Yes, I so was. One. We'll, we'll excuse it. It's OK. Yeah. So how can people, where do people find you? How do they get your music? What can they get? They can get, um, they can get it. Um, 
obviously it's on all the streaming platforms. You know, it always is better if you're going on Bandcamp or somewhere like there where you can buy directly and that money is going to funnel back to me a, a little bit easier than, you know, putting it through Spotify or whatever. But yeah. you can stream it on all the platforms. Um, I recently put out an EP called Otherworld. Most of the songs I played tonight, three out of the four, were from that record. Okay. Um, so that came out in the spring. And you can get that online. And also, if you're in L.A. or Chicago, I will be seeing you soon. Chicago, I will be there next weekend playing Sanctum Fest, which is a big goth festival. Okay. And then Substance in L.A. on the following weekend, November 4th. So Amazing. Those and are the people, times. And people can get all the info at... Madeline Goldstein dot bandcamp dot com, Madeline Goldstein on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, Madeline Goldstein, etc. Yeah. But the operative thing is Madeline Goldstein. That's it. It's yes. just my name. I I'm just going for it. It's with awesome. That. No, it's amazing. And the music is seriously great. Thank and it you. looked so cool. And I'm so glad you were able to come down and do this. Thank you. Really Thank awesome. you for having me. It was like such a such a surprise. And um, it sounded awesome. And your whole team is. Oh, they're the best. It's great. So thank yeah. you. No, thank you. We all thanking each other. Yay. Let's hear it for Madeline Goldstein. Thank you so much for coming down. That Thank was you. great. Thank you. And now, where are we at? We have 20 minutes left in the show. We can take more calls, 201-989-0012. And we did the Dudio Fudio. And, um, yeah, I want to help people figure out their costumes. You have, you have uh, a week to go. So let me help you. Would you? You can... You can escape. Okay. I will let you escape. Unlike that basement story you were telling, (laughs) you can get out. That was a good story. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to the phones and see who's here. Hello, Best Show. Hello. Hello. To whom am I speaking? Is Jim in D.C.? Jim in D.C. What's up, Jim? Hey, I am calling for some Halloween help. Okay. What do you need help with? A costume? We've got a, well, not quite a costume, but we were doing a trunk or treat in our kind of neighborhood community, and I need a theme. Trunk or treat? You know, that's the thing. Yeah, of course. That's when everybody. It's a parking lot. You show up with your car. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like trunk or treat. I'll say it. Okay. I don't like trunk or treat because first of all, the only, this is the thing. First of all, these kids ain't working for the candy. Halloween's supposed to be a grind. You're supposed to be sweating it out, lugging that bag of candy. I, I don't disagree. You can't just be in a parking lot and be in and out in 10 minutes. So how do I make them work for it? Just kind of do a game or no, a this is what you do. You drop them off three train. miles from where the trunk or treat thing is. You make them hoof it there. You don't even tell them where it is. Make them figure out where trunk or treat is on their own. No cell phones. No nothing. They got to. So it's a Navy SEAL thing. Give them a map, an old fashioned map from a gas station. Okay. You give them a gas station map. You tell your kids, you want to do trunk or treat? You got to hoof it for three miles. Okay, built character, I like it. Yeah. 
That's what I'm telling you. Trunk or treat. What, everybody's going to get a All trophy? Right. Right? What are you giving yeah, out a trunk or treat? Right. Trophies? Well, you know, I could. Now, what are you giving sure. out for trunk or treat? I mean, what What do you give out? Uh, give me an idea what you're giving out, Jim. I I like Skittles, so I give out Skittles. Like Starburst individual Skittles? No, a package. What are we talking? One of these little rinky-dink kid packs like this? Like this thing? Has like eight Skittles in it? Got to be at least 14 Skittles, Tom. Got to be 14 Skittles in each one. All right, I like the cut of your jib. What would you do if you ran out of candy, Jim? What would you do? More trunk or treaters than you ever thought. I'd have to start giving my kids candy. My kids weren't grinding hard enough. Well, that's just weird. You're right, though. If your kids weren't grinding, your kids got to grind for this candy. This is how I would handle um, it. If I, well, yes. I, I just wanted to say real quick to and, and to the caller as well. I never liked the name Trunk or Treat because it, it sounds just the name. It sounds like an ultimative. Yeah, I get it. What is this? The movie Out of Sight? <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's like either trunk. And first of all, it's taking tricks off the table, right? Yeah, no tricks. First of all, tricks are off the table. I didn't sign Big up party. for that. These trick or treaters. If one of them was worth half their salt, they'd go around with a switchblade, start stabbing tires in the parking lot. It's trick or treat. It's we're back. Oh, that's going to set me back yeah. worse than candy. It's called a trunk trick, trunk trick or treat. You like that? Yeah. And somebody just said exactly what I was going to say. Now Eddie I'm trunk. Really Eddie thing. trunk should pop out of one of the trunks. Talking to kids all. Talking to the kids all, the kids all about. Uh, he could talk to all the kids about the winery dogs and uh, and uh, Iron Maiden. Um. Yeah, I don't like this trunk or treat. And uh, it was Ed, right? But it's Jim, but it's Jim. now Eddie trunk or treat. I no, think. I just want to say this to you. If you want your kids to be tough, you drop them off three miles from trunk or treat. You spin them around a few times. So they're not even sure which way to go. It might take them seven hours to find trunk or treat candy might be over by that point and when they come and they do trunk or treat this is what you got to do they got the bag full you come and you go and i'll take that you're paying the dad tax that's what you say to him this is the dad tax okay thank you Tom. you take yes. your candy right, bag Switchblade dad pack. This is what you do. You take the candy from them, and then you hand them an egg salad sandwich. Okay. And you say, candy's for dessert. Eat your dinner. All right. And you give them a warm, gla a warm, 
a warm glass of water bordering on hot. Hose water. It's got to be hose water. Lukewarm. Okay. No, I want it to be warm, bordering on hot water and an egg salad sandwich. Okay, okay, okay. Tepid? Hot. Hot, hot, hot. Okay. Not hot where they're like, oh, 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 too hot, too hot. Like hot where they're like. that scalding. Hot where they're like, oh, this is hot water. This is disappointing. Not refreshing. No, not refreshing at all. Okay. And you go, I'll take that. I will. Thanks, Tom. You take the bags of candy and you say, you'll get this back on November 18th. I'm bringing this in for review. You say you need it for review purposes. And then you tell them they have to... Send it to the league office? You tell them they can fill out the proper paperwork to have their candy returned to them. Okay. And then you know what? You don't tell them what the paperwork is. They got to figure that out on their own. All right. Thanks, Tom. Okay. You're going to follow my instructions to the, to the letter? Do the T. I can do it. All right, Jim. I believe you. Bye-bye. Thanks. 201-989-0012. Got any calls? We could take some calls, talk about that. Um, who here is going to wear a Halloween costume? Pat? I don't know if I'm going to wear one. If I am, it's going to be very last minute. Here are my last minute Halloween costume recommendations. Mm -hmm. You get a pair of sunglasses, you get a banana, and you go as K-Pax from the movie (laughs) K-Pax. Kevin Spacey. I mean... Our produce alone was worth the trip. Thank you. Pat is ready to be K-Pax for Halloween. I like that. Then, that's costume number one. Somebody just said in the chat, Orange Cassidy is a great costume. Just a pair of stonewashed jeans and some puffy Seinfeld sneakers. Don't even need a shirt and sunglasses. Another costume idea. I said Pat from uh, Telemarketers. I think that's a good costume idea. Patrick J. Papsis. Yeah. Patrick J. Papsis could be him. Let's think what else. Uh, Mike, you going to be, you have a costume this year, Mike? No, I. I don't have a costume. Um, Do you I want didn't make one? it out to the party store yet. Do you want one? Do you want an idea? <laughs> okay. Yeah, something that will, you know, when I'm giving out the candy that might give, give the kids a laugh. What 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 should I do? Some goofy sunglasses oh, or K-Packs for that, for sure. The kids love the movie K-Packs, but we don't want everyone being K-Packs at once. What if you, this is what you do, Mike. You get a ketchup bottle, a Heinz ketchup okay. bottle. Got plenty of those. Okay, well, that's weird. 
but you. <laughs> I'm behind. You're behind. Behind on what? Get rid of my condiments. Well, this is getting weirder now. You don't like re- you don't like pour what's left of one into another one, or yeah. I, you, just, yeah, I, you think this no, guy? I, wait, you would think this guy's well? What do you think he's? Uh, Mel Sharples? He's working at the diner. <laughs> what do you think he's marrying the ketchup? He ain't marrying the ketchup. No, no, I don't do that. Mike ain't marrying the ketchup bottles. And Mike, here's a little tip on the ketchup bottle. Yeah. A Heinz ketchup bottle, you hit the 57 with the heel of your palm. Mm-hmm. That gets the ketchup to come out. You hit the number right on the thing. That'll make okay. the ketchup, that stuff, it'll pour out. Even on a large bottle? Even on a large bottle, Mike. Okay. That's why the 57 is there. So this is what you do. You get a ketchup bottle. Pick one out of your <laughs> teeming inventory of ketchup More bottles. More than one? No, just one. one. You only need one. This is uh-huh. what I want you to do. You get a ketchup bottle. You get some some Hawaiian punch. Mm-hmm. You wash that ketchup bottle inside and out, right? Then... Yeah. You pour the Hawaiian punch in it. Maybe we could thicken it up a little bit. What could we put in it to thicken it up a little bit? I don't know. Cornstarch. Well, he's going to drink it, though. That's the thing. Yeah, Mike's going to open the door. The trick-or-treaters are there. And he goes, excuse me, guys. I, uh, I'll get you some candy, but let me just drink this uh, ketchup first. And then you hold the bottle. Go, 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 and they'll be like, oh, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. You know what, Tom? You just gave me an idea. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> What's the idea? Well, that's the, that's the worst thing I ever heard. It's, it's, <laughs> that that could be. I feel like yeah. I feel like I'm uh, three years from now. I'll be in court. Well, I I can I can be drunk, Uncle. Your Honor, he gave me the idea on October 24th. That's when Tom <laughs> gave me the idea. Drunk, drunk Uncle. I can be drunk, Uncle. From Saturday Night Live. <laughs> a very so timely all, you know, costume. Mike. All I have to do is get some tall boys. Yeah. And I stagger to the door mm-hmm. to give them the candy. Yeah. And I'm drunk. This <laughs> scary, is scary, right? Mike. That is scary. This is what I would say. Uh-huh. If you do that, what are the odds you end I up get arrested? No, you well, I'd say those <laughs> odds are pretty high. <laughs> I'll say this. As long as you give out good candy, yeah, you ain't getting arrested. Yeah. And what That's if my the, bribe. What if That's the, my bribe. The, the candy is my bribe. This, this would be a great thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Drunk, Mike's doing drunk uncle. He's hitting a little too hard. He barfs in a kid's candy bag. <laughs> Mike's suddenly at the porch. He's just like, oh, I feel so good. <laughs> in a kid's candy bag. That's a trick. Michael, yeah, there's a there's a trick for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a real treat. Then when the cops show up, Mike will think that they're he'll be so drunk he'll think that they're trick or treaters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aren't you a little old for trick or treating? <laughs> we're like, uh, sir, you're under arrest. Uh, yeah, your costumes aren't as good as you think they are. Mm-hmm. Although you do have a squad car out there, and it's starting to look more real with every passing second. That's my recommendation for you, Mike. I like it. I think drunk uncle within moderation. Yes. <laughs> How about uh-huh. buzzed uncle? 
Buzz Uncle. <laughs> let's not go full. Let's not become hammered, Uncle. Golden Hour, mo- Uncle. Yeah. yeah. Golden Hour. Golden maybe, Hour, Monk. Uh, maybe yeah. get a, one of those red noses. Like a WC Fields thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mike, that would be the most amazing costume. Uh-huh. Drunk Uncle. <laughs> I don't feel so. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and that mic on the screen right now. Last year at my Halloween party, <laughs> our friend Duffy Boudreau went <laughs> as you. Okay. Yeah. Did you know I that? Met him. I, yeah, you met well, Duffy. Now I'm seeing a photo. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. He either and was. I met him. Yeah. Yeah. He either was you or he was a Walton Goggins on the Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> I'm not sure with that head of hair or he was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh-huh. With that head of hair. Duffy could have taken that wig in for a for a trim. To get that <laughs> that proper AP Mike hairstyle. Uh well, sometimes I let it go a little longer. Yeah. He's like the nature boy. What's he like? Nature boy, Ric Flair? <laughs> with that hair? It's a multi-use hair. I gotta give him credit. Best costume. That was good. AP Mike. And it's a great costume because then you're just kind of like, hey, I got Coors Light on me. I'm in costume. Uh, I'm Mike. Anybody who is a member, anybody who is anyone from the best show for Halloween, you take pictures. I will reward you for that. Yeah. Costume contest. Anybody. If anybody dresses as anyone from the show, you will get rewarded. I'm not kidding. You will be handsomely rewarded <laughs> now i'm looking at the chat somebody's saying it's a uh, lee ronaldo mike didn't look like a lee ronaldo <laughs> lee ronaldo <laughs> so the hair a little bit i so guess sing eric's trip uh-huh right so you sing eric's trip <laughs> drunk so mike's gonna be drunk uncle pat's gonna be k-pax Jason, I have a costume, but he I'm, has not, a costume. I'm not revealing it. Okay, well, we got to figure. Boy, K Pax. I forgot Jeff Bridges was in K Pax. What was the plot of K Pax? He's claiming he's from a he's from outer space. Was he? I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that didn't see K Pax, but look, I can't ruin K Pax on the show. <laughs> People ain't had a chance to catch up with it yet. Just check it out. It's on Criterion. Oh, yeah. 100% on Criterion. It's on Criterion. It's in their Too Stupid for a Criterion channel <laughs> section, which is the section I sometimes you see they they kind of edge into the there's some there's some shaky stuff going up on Criterion channel lately. You haven't checked out the '70s car movies. The '70s car movies, <laughs> just because they can, just because they can gather fifteen of these things together, they uh, consider that programming, right? Oh, great! Smoking the Bandit two, it's on Criterion <laughs> Channel. Oh, Cannonball Run on Criterion Channel. Ensemble movies, our tribute to ensemble movies. This is the end. Is on Criterion Channel right now. She's out of my league is on Criterion Channel right now. 
No hard feelings is on Criterion. Ch- Old Dads is on the Criterion channel now. Uh-huh. Anger, our anger department. <laughs> yeah, I like how TCM Criterion, they start off, you know, we're going to just give you the good stuff. And then, <laughs> then nobody and then watches standards it. Standards go out the yeah. window. You then know? they it's realize like... five people like the good stuff. <laughs> they yeah. need to put garbage on it for idiots like yeah, me. They're going to turn it to movie. They're afraid yeah. of turning it to movie. Yeah. It's like when it's like when the Criterion DVDs were suddenly like, yeah, we'll put Armageddon out. Armageddon was a Criterion release. <laughs> I remember that. And their justification of it was, which actually makes sense, was we're trying to have the commentary and the behind the scenes stuff gives insight into how these blockbusters are made. <laughs> Which I get to a point, but it also sounds like they're not saying the other half of it. And we'd like to make money. (laughs) Perfectly fine. We all like to make money. Mm -hmm. But nobody wanted to figure out how Deep Impact was made. Oh, Pat, Deep Impact was not a part of the. It was two. I think they had the two Michael Bay movies were. The Rock might have been Criterion. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. Yeah. Nobody wanted to. Oh, because you're saying because it's a rival asteroid movie. It, they came out at the same time. Yeah, they're yeah. basically the same film. Yeah. One had an Aerosmith hit and it put it over the top. Yeah. Unfortunately, Deep Impact, they uh, they had the new Radicals did a <laughs> uh, their follow-up song that people didn't care for. Yeah cold an asteroid is gonna blow this planet up unless we do something i hate the part where steven tyler's voice goes i hate that you mean in uh in that song yeah i don't want to miss the thing he's he says don't want to close my eyes but then his voice they just didn't cut it so it's just don't want to close my eye (laughs) oh i hate it Pat, what's your favorite late period Aerosmith song? I liked uh, in like 92 when they had that, those couple of comeback videos with Alicia Silverstone. Mm, they were racy. Yeah, I liked the those those songs. The one where he gets off of the train tracks just in time and the one where somehow she hooks up a bungee cord to her belly button piercing. Yes. Oh, it's so gross. The one yeah. I like is, tell me how it is that you can sleep in the night without thinking you lost everything that was good in your life to the toss of the dice. What it takes. Next year, karaoke. I, I've done it at karaoke. I needed to stop doing it at karaoke because I would ruin my voice. Yeah, that's a hard one, man. Yeah, I don't know the pipes for that one. That's a anymore. hard one. A lot of the that's, Steven Tyler ones are kind of hard to do. Yeah. That could close out the Garbage Rats set next year. Next, next year? What are you talking about? You, yeah. Next year? <laughs> next year? Garbage You're never set, doing that again, Pat. A 24-hour show will never happen again. <laughs> I literally almost died during it. I saw a doctor afterwards, and they were like, you shaved nine months off your life. 
they didn't say that. Um, everyone, thank you for listening tonight. What a fun show. We had Halloween talk. I hope everybody has a great Halloween and you get a lot of candy and have fun doing it. And seriously, if you do some trunk or treat thing, make it hard on the kids. Make it hard on them. You know what I mean, Mike? Yeah. Imagine this. Imagine this. Is, and, I, and I'm it's not being. Sir. I'm not trying to be some old. Go. Oh, it was different when I was a kid. It was fun to walk around. Yeah. I think they're depriving the kids of fun. An adventure. Some weirdo in a house. Yeah. You're a little afraid of that house. Yeah. There's a house. Maybe they got some good candy in it. Let me see what's up. Come inside. Sure. Go down in your basement? Why not? If there's no de- decorations, <laughs> chances are it's Jehovah Witnesses. If the, yeah, okay. No I didn't, candy. Yeah, no, no candy. candy. Or just somebody who chooses <laughs> not to participate. <laughs> you see uh-huh. a house that has no Halloween decorations on it. That's what you call a challenge. <laughs> That's my house. You wonder, uh, well, but also if the <laughs> lights are out. It would always be that walk up. It's like, "Eh, I'm trying. I'll see what happens. Yeah. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Could be another costume. I could could be the guy you just woke up who's kind of cranky. Mike, that is a perfect one. What? (laughs) You should go. This is what you do. Well, I just woke up. What? What the? I just gave my last $100 bill out to the kids that came. And the people like, he was giving $100 bills out. (laughs) <laughs> that would be the funniest thing if you put a sign on your lawn trick-or-treaters come up come get your hundred dollar bill and you're just like oh yeah i ran out of those i gotta take that sign down <laughs> mike you gotta do this i've got a bunch of ideas now yeah suddenly halloween suddenly halloween is looking pretty good <laughs> Yeah. For AP Mike. All right, everybody. Thanks to Madeline Goldstein for coming down and playing an amazing set. We appreciate that. And we will be back. I don't think we're here next week. We got something special for you, though. In the meantime, we tell you hang tight, my friends. We'll see you soon. Let's listen to, on the way out, our friend Kurt Vile. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.